Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you that you have called us here to be with you at the start of this day. And at the start, Lord, we want to give you our thanks. We want to give you our praise, our worship, and our honor. At the beginning of this day, Lord, we want to offer you that first fruits of this day that you have given us in this time. And spend that time with you, with our Father, with our Maker. The one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. So that as we step through this day, it is that grace that speaks over our life. In every challenge that we see, Lord, it is through that grace you empower us through the presence of your spirit who will never leave us. You show us the way. You walk with us. And it is through you that we receive the light, the wisdom and the revelation that brings the answer to every question that is posed to us this day. We thank you, Father, that you said you will never leave us. Through Jesus, you said it. You will always be with us even unto the end of time. And you are never one to back down from your word. We thank you that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. So that even in the midst of all the, the troublesome times, the tumultuous times, we're able to keep our focus stayed on you. And when we remember that we are seated with you in authority and how that authority works, we speak in our place of prayer. We assume our priesthood and we speak in that place of prayer, knowing that your word, that when we speak your word as written in it, it is guaranteed and signed by your integrity. It cannot fail. And that same peace and joy, Father, we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer requests on this prayer group. We share it with all Christians that do not have a personal encounter with you and do not know you and with all those that do not want to know you. We also share it with all those that do not have anyone to pray for them. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap, Father. Quicken them, O oh Lord that they might call on your name and be saved. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our Father, the name of our Elohim, Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the one who makes the parched land a pool of water and the thirsty land a spring of water who has made for us a way of holiness. And his expectation is for us to be called a holy nation. He's the God of overflow and miracles, the God who honors faith, the God of Abraham. 
the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The God of patience and the God who is a consuming fire who purifies us. The one who destroyed our enemy tall as a cedars and strong as an oak and yet destroyed their fruits from above and their roots from beneath. It is that same God that backs us this day. And we pray in the name of his son, the Lion of Judah, the Lord who is our redemption, who is our wisdom and our righteousness, the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life, in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the one who quickens us, the one who brings to us the revelation from the mind of the Father. The same spirit of victory. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of the all-powerful El Shaddai. The spirit of truth and life. The one who gives life to our mortal body. And despite our unworthiness, he is ever willing to set up his tabernacle within us when we receive our salvation and then work from within us and with us to transform our lives from that of sin, from that of failure to that of abundance, to that of dominion. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us your son, you have given us your spirit. You have given us every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You make available to us every grace. We thank you, Father, that you give us your word. You give us the gift of prayer through which we can speak to you and commune with you. Through which we can authorize you to take over. In our circumstances where we are limited. We thank you, Father, that you provide your systems and your patterns. Set up in the Old Testament in the physical. Perfected in the spiritual in the New Testament those patterns which we can then use as our principles as for rescue and for growth in the physical as well as in the spiritual for abundance and an understanding that then helps us to reach the stages of authority and dominion. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. You have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with food on our table, with a shelter over our head. We thank you, Father, that you are here with us. And you are always patiently listening to every prayer that we raise. We thank you, Father, that every prayer that we make is under an open heaven. It is not a shut heaven that the prayer rebounds back. You said, knock and it shall be opened unto you. So we come to you in our spirit, Father. Every time we make our prayer, knowing that when we join our spirit with yours, there is some deposit that you leave into our spirit then. And it is that which answers to our life and the circumstances around us. We thank you, Father.
today as we get into our reflection we reflect on the part of the israelites journey after they crossed the jordan and entered into the promised land they entered into canaan there were many battles that were fought there and three cities were utterly destroyed starting with jericho then ai and then hazor you can read about them in joshua chapters 6 8 and 11 The question is, why did God order that? Especially Jericho, where they were told to destroy everything and everyone, and yet not collect any of the valuables from there. Just go around it and march on. The capturing was not about taking that land. It was about destroying something more than that land. So let's reflect on that now. Why did God order the people to be driven out and some of those cities to be destroyed? For that, we first remind ourselves of what God said about His people in Exodus nineteen, verse six. He said, "You will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation." that same priesthood was emphasized by Jesus as well and then peter said the exact same thing in the new testament in 1 peter 2 verse 9 where god's people are called a royal priesthood in order for the land and his people to be holy now he said you will be called a holy nation so in order for them to be holy the existing evil influence had to be driven out the canaanites were known to engage in demonic idol worship other kind of taboo practices including sexual practices rituals that were evil and god could not let his people a holy nation be influences or be influenced or corrupted in any way by that culture and the people refused to leave so they had to be driven out let's look at what god said to the israelites in deuteronomy 9 verse 5 the purpose he said it is not because of your righteousness or your integrity that you are going in to take possession of their land but on account of the wickedness of these nations the lord your god will drive them out before you to accomplish what he swore to your fathers to abraham to isaac and jacob he had promised abraham all the land that you see i shall give you when he showed him the land of canaan god was fulfilling that promise while driving out all the all the possible evil influences and he started by attacking strongholds and fortresses or seats of power or you might even call them military outposts positions of strength jericho was the first one and they did not even capture jericho they just destroyed it we see that the battle was won through priesthood and the ark not the sword it was the priests who carried the ark and circled the fortified town of jericho 
for seven days. It was an announcement in the spirit realm. And the three fortresses destroyed were part of a dismantling of the dark regime that controlled the region. The principalities and the powers that controlled that region. It was a dismantling of their control, which is why the Ark had to be involved. It was more of a spiritual battle than a physical one. the spiritual forces that control the region had to be kicked out before the Israelites could proceed further, which is why those three strongholds first had to be destroyed. In the last few days, we have reflected on redemption from slavery to sonship under Moses. And then this phase under Joshua marked the transition from sonship to priesthood. So slavery to sonship was passing through the Red Sea or spiritually through the blood of Jesus and being saved. And then here is once you are saved, you fortify your position so you are able to take up your battle in the spirit. So this was more of a journey from sonship to priesthood. The examples here are indicative of spiritual battles that are to be fought in order to move ahead in the ministry as well as to advance the kingdom. It was still a type of, it was still a form of typology being set here. The first being physical and then the second being spiritual, which we see a reflection of that in the New Testament in accordance with the patterns that were initially set up in the old. We have seen that over the last few days. What does it mean for us? In our walk with God, we will have to get rid of all vices, bad habits, influences, and friends that could have a corrupting influence on our journey that we are undertaking with God. So if we are to become a part of His holy nation and the royal priesthood, it is these strongholds that have still probably part of our life that will first have to be battled and kicked out. Driven out, like the Canaanites were driven out. Now, speaking of typology, there are a few parallels between Joshua and Jesus. Joshua is another name for Jesus. The Hebrew Bible calls both of them Yehoshua. But there was more than just the name. So let's quickly look at what is common and what are the contrasts between the two. After the purification over 40 years in the desert, when the Israelites entered the promised land, they are led by Joshua in the New Testament. After being saved through salvation, people are led, God's people are led into the kingdom by Jesus. After being saved by the blood and reformed from sin. In both cases, God's kingdom was established by driving out the wickedness from the land or in spiritual terms from his people. Number three, Joshua 
was in many ways regarded as a savior of his people as he led them through many battles. So when we compare that with the battle that Jesus took up, both these leaders brought deliverance to God's people. They were both obedient to God and to him who sent them. It's technically what you could call it as. And they carried out the works that he had given them. Number five, they both began life in obscurity, but quickly rose to the highest honor God could give them at the time. Let's now look at a couple of contrasts as well. And that's where that pattern or typology comes in. Joshua was given and fought with weapons of physical warfare, that is carnal weapons. But with Jesus, they were weapons of spiritual warfare, especially wisdom, love, sacrifice, and prayer. The result was a triumph of truth and grace. Number two, Joshua had good reason to fear that by his death, his life work could be undone. But the Savior, Jesus, had the best reason to know that by his death, his life work would be sealed and crowned. And he could confidently say, before dying, it is finished. Number three, Joshua led a nation into a land which would prove a temporary or a physical inheritance. But the redeeming Lord led the human race into everlasting habitations, into the one city or the kingdom which is eternal. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we reflect on this journey of the Israelites, into the promised land and then taking over and taking hold of it. Help us to, to understand spiritually our battles in taking over our own life. That which may have been suppressed and subdued from slavery to various kinds of sin, to various kinds of strongholds, to various kinds of patterns, traditions, cultures that we come from, to various kinds of belief regional and local belief systems that we have held on to. To ways that are common in our families and yet don't align with your path, with your word and your will. Help us look into all of that, Father. We ask for that revelation of you to show us that which must leave us, that which is of darkness that we might cut it off our lives, drive it out of our lives, and work towards the kingdom. It could also include evil influences from friends, from people in the community, especially those that pressure us into compliance, into certain things that we do not agree with. We ask for that discernment and spiritual fortification, Father. We ask of you to fill our spirits 
that edification to know your will in every circumstance and to boldly walk with you in your light knowing that in every battle we will emerge victorious when we walk with you on the path and we do not stray help us discern every battle that lies before us father every jericho that stands in our way every eye that must be torn down every hazard that must be raised to the ground and flattened so that our path ahead will no longer be obstructed all those forces are cast behind us to return to us no more we ask for that that discernment in our spirit father that edification and we ask of your presence to go with us and before us in each of these battles knowing that when you are with us nothing and no one can stand against us and as we pray for spiritual growth we also pray for physical abundance for all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group we pray in a special way for those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized this day that will undergo procedures we pray for all those families that are embattled and facing separation any force that seeks to keep them in subjection and steal from them we curse it in the name of jesus right now let it be dried from the root and we command it be uprooted right now and be cast into the lake of fire and sulfur never to return to these families anymore we pray for those that are battling all kinds of strongholds any yoke of slavery over their life that limits them in their ability to break free and live a life of abundance we curse every such chain over their lives we bind it in the name of jesus and we declare those chains by the blood of jesus that has achieved all victories we declare these chains be broken right now the lord says let my people go you will let them go you will step aside and give way now we pray for those that are battling all kinds of financial challenges joblessness and inability to secure a new job for whatever reasons every spiritual force that seeks to keep the door to their destiny shut we speak against it in the name of jesus we curse we rebuke and we bind that spirit and we command them be cast out of the way by the power of prophecy in the name of jesus we force open these doors every door that cannot be opened we declare it broken in the name of jesus we break it down by the power of the spirit that that door can never be shut again anymore that jericho can never obstruct their path anymore that the way the the path of the people of god be made straight 
We pray for all those members of our family and our friend circle that are currently not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. Quicken them, O Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered and be saved. They shall not end up in shame. We cover each of these that we have now raised up in prayer. And every member of every family that is part of this praying family, this Brisbane prayer group called by your name, Lord. We cover them by the precious blood of Jesus and we plead that blood over every challenge, over every circumstance in their life that refuses to give way. Over every weakness, over every failure, over every shortcoming. Over every challenge, over every storm. Let the blood answer to that circumstance. And I call down the fire of judgment on everything that seeks to steal from these your people, Father. Seated with Jesus in his throne, in high places, high above the powers and principalities. I speak in that authority of the King of Kings, backed by his name. And in accordance with his will and his word for abundance for his people. I call the fire of judgment on every such obstruction over their lives. We put on our angels and we dispatch them in accordance with your will. In your word, we dispatch them on assignments for these lives. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us, protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we raise our own personal intentions as well. Knowing that you hear us. And we thank you that you always hear us. We make our prayer under an open heaven in the spirit. As we join our spirit with your spirit to be one spirit. We come in agreement with your Holy Spirit and with each other here to release our faith, knowing when that is done, this prayer that we have raised to your altar must and must be an answered prayer. We will not accept anything short of that answer. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues, to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. And we persevere and insist on our prayer that the, the request that we have raised at this altar must be an answered prayer. That is the only way, the only manifestation we will accept and receive. Persevere in our prayer. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Thank you, Father, for that manifestation and we receive it with faith in our spirit and with our eyes, we see it in the physical. Thank you, Lord. The vision that the Lord gave me this morning was an anointing cloud over everyone. And the, and the scripture I've been given is Philippians 2, 8 to 11. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I can confirm about the anointing cloud as well, because I've got this yesterday while listening to one of the other teachings as well. Thank you, Jesus. And the verses that I am that have been directed to this morning are from the book of Romans, chapter 2, from 9, verses 9 to 13, where it is written, Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that works good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of persons with God. For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Isaiah 10, verse 27, from, quoted from the King James Version, where it is written, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And this is very prophetic. I believe it is for some individuals on their lives. There is about to be a transformation. Just open your heart and receive it. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a reminder of our Bible study topic this evening. The topic is the power of proclamation, where we will learn that the word of God along with his breath, his spirit gives life to various situations. And we will also learn to take hold of God's word to execute God's written judgments. And as you enter into that session where we receive that teaching from the Lord, I'd like to remind you to, to recall the teachings on authority. This is going to be a direct next step after that. You are going to use that authority from here. We will understand how to use it. We shall share links for people to join. It's going to be a very powerful session. So we shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning in that 
along with a flyer. There are links in that flyer on the words Zoom and YouTube that are clickable. Please share that flyer with your friends and family and invite them to come and join in this session. They take with them the presence and also a few keys on how to turn around situations in their lives. That's what today's session is going to be about. That's the power in it. Please try and invite at least one person, bring at least one person to join that session this evening and let that one life go away transformed and renewed. Let them take away the spirit with them from this session. And if you're enjoying these morning encounters with the Lord and Brother Savio's reflections as well that he shares, he also shares them on our Facebook page. Please share them with your friends and family. Please share the YouTube videos as well with your friends and family, especially those who want to pray the rosary and have no one to pray with. They can also use our YouTube video from the daily rosary and the Divine Mercy Chaplet that is recited every evening. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. And we shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.